Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. Personality begins where comparison leaves off. So be unique, be memorable, be confident, and be proud. You know already that you shouldn't compare yourself to others. Yet, we find ourselves so often doing this, whether it's job titles, incomes, grades, house size, number of social media likes, Number of categories in which we can compare ourselves to others is likely infinite. Body shape, body size, number of dates, number of cars. So the number of people we can compare ourselves with are also infinite. Comparison is generally the fast track to unhappiness. It's a recipe for misery. All it does is keep us focus on what we don't like about ourselves. Today's our good news or our uplift podcast going to be a quick hit 13 things to do instead of comparing yourself to others. Like to give credit to this author. Her name is Marie Stenvickel, S-T-E-N-V-I-N-K-E-L. And the website is Tiny Tiny Buddha which uh, we've used in the past, have a lot of good information here. And I'm going to post this on our face, excuse me, on our Facebook page, as well as on our website so that you guys can reference to it. I'll put it in the show notes, but wanted to give a little bit of encouragement, maybe definitely bookmark uh, this particular podcast whenever you need to come back to it, to give yourself a little uplift with me every now and then. You know, it's easy to lose focus. You get into the weeds of a task, of a thing, of your life, and then you have to reset. You have to go back to the foundational beliefs. Why do I do what I do? What are my whys? Why am I doing this in the first place? And uh, it's nothing wrong with that. You know, we all have to reset. Sometimes we get uh, hyper-focused on what it is that we're trying to accomplish. We put a little bit too much into it, a little bit too much effort, too much emphasis, too much importance. We need to practice detachment. So today, let's talk about some ways that you can detach and some ways that you can focus on other things. 13 things to do instead of comparing yourself to others. Number one, water your own grass. When you focus on other people, we lose time that we could otherwise be investing in ourselves. We could be investing that time in ourselves. We don't grow green grass by focusing on someone else's garden. We do it by nurturing uh, nurturing our own, 
many times in I'm sure in life you've heard the um, phrase that the grass is greener on the other side. Well, it's really not your grass, your situation, your relationship, your career, whatever it is that you think looks better in someone else's yard and someone else's life. Uh, they, all things being relative, have to do some work toward that in order for it to be great. And nine times out of 10, you're only focused on the good stuff anyway. If it's a relationship and you're looking across at someone else's relationship, you don't live with them. You don't know what goes on when you're not around them. You know, uh, I had a, a friend of mine, actually I had my cousin to make a very kind comparison or a very kind compliment to me a couple of years ago about my family. I wish I had, you know, what you have. You know, I came over and there's your wife and you guys are sitting on the couch and the kids are there and your dog is hanging out. You're watching TV as a family. You know, you're, you've got this family game night, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that's true. He's not here during the week where the dogs pooped on the carpet or uh, my kids are, you know, needing help with homework or broken a, a light or, you know, my wife can't find her keys. He's not here for those times. So my point is this. What are your own grass? And know that all things are relative. No matter how good a situation looks, uh, he or she has to put in their own effort, just like you would have to do in order to make sure your grass is green as it can be. So instead of wasting time comparing your path to someone else's, because no one has the same path, no one has the same path. Spend time in investing in yourself. Spend time creating. Spend time caring about you. Spend time caring about you. The reason why, if you ask somebody about prosperity and what prosperity means, you'll get, if you ask 10 different people, you'll get 10 different answers. It's because prosperity doesn't really have the same definition for everyone. It's relative. If I was a clerk or a um, person who waited tables, maybe I would say some hourly increase would I would consider that prosperity. Uh, if I worked on Wall Street, I would say millions more would be prosperity. Uh, but real true prosperity comes from being able to be free and be who you are and live in your purpose and know that things come to you as you need them. Okay? So that's number one. What are your grass? Number two, accept where you are. You can't change something that you don't acknowledge. We've talked about this on a podcast before. I think I've given the example of your weight. If you don't like the weight that you are, if you don't like the relationship that you're in, if you don't like the career that you find yourself in, then you need to first acknowledge that. Instead of resisting or fighting where you are, come to peace with it. That is the first thing. Come to peace with it. Say yes to every part of your life. From that place, you can then make decisions on how you need to move and what is the right direction from there. But first is acceptance. It's okay. Everyone is where they are because that's where they need to be. Life doesn't make mistakes. This is the foundational beliefs that I repeat to myself. This is where I go back to knowing that the universe or God or your source or whatever or however you deal with your deity is an organized uh, entity. We live in a cosmos, not a chaos. So things happen as they need to be. The thing is, they don't happen the way you want them to happen and in the timing. So you may feel like something is out of place. So the only thing's out of place is that thinking. That's what causes suffering. That's what causes suffering. 
Buddha says the dissonance, the difference, the distance between where you are versus where you want to be can be defined as suffering. Example, I weigh 200, I want to weigh 150. I'm single, I'd like to be married. I work for this company, I'd like to work for that company. I make this much money, I'd like to make that much money. The distance between those two thoughts create suffering. If we can simply accept where we are and then put in our minds, put in our intention, put in our goals, how to get to the um, desired destination, uh, there is there's productivity there as opposed to just envying someone else's uh, situation. It's not going to get you anywhere. And of course, worry has no transformational value. So take that time, take that energy, put it into yourself, increase your skill set if you want to make more money. Uh, be more social if you want to be married, be around other people, you know, put yourself out there. Uh, if you want to lose weight, you got to change your diet. You got to do so. There, there are things that can be done to to get you to where you want to be. You just have to do them. Number three, love your past. What better life lesson than your past? Your life may have been messy and bumpy. It might have been colored with mistakes and anxiety and fear. All these things are a catalyst to help you be a better, wiser, and more courageous version of yourself. I was talking to my daughter about this the other day, about my view of life and how we grow from a data-oriented uh, person. As a young kid, we just absolutely just getting as much data in our heads as possible. And ultimately, we're supposed to live in wisdom. And there are stages. There's data. There's data to intelligence, intelligence to knowledge, and knowledge to wisdom. All of that has to do with your past and the things that you've done, the lessons that you've learned, the mistakes that you made. Mistakes are a big part of, of uh, living a whole and productive life. The road, if you haven't heard this before, the road to success is paved with failure. Failure. Consider failure as a necessary ingredient in this uh, recipe of your life is needed is necessary. How else would you know what to do if you don't fail sometimes? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Here's an offer we thought you'd be interested in. Are you looking to develop and create stunning coursework? Uh, launch your stunning Academy website in a snap. You can choose from among 50 plus designer made, ready to go, industry specific site templates to launch your website fast and with confidence. It's very simple, very powerful. They're flexible courses. You can wave goodbye to dull educational content. There are countless ways to package and distribute your learning content. Create listed or private courses that can be paid or free courses, or you can drip. Feed your content to build and to nurture your audience the way that you want. You can create compelling and interactive courses, leverage the most rich library of learning activities, and undoubtedly the most customizable course player in the market to build flexible learning experiences to keep your listeners engaged. And lastly, be the boss of your content and design your final course product exactly as you envision it. Preview it as you build it. In real time, get it up and running fast 
than you ever have imagined. Why don't you go down the show notes, guys, today and uh, click on Learns World. If you're interested in building courses that matter, you can monetize, create memberships, create courses, and create passive income for yourself. So support our sponsor, Learns World. Failure can motivate you. Failure can give you ideas. Failure can help you cross something off your list. Failure can make your path clearer, your direction clearer. And I differentiate between failure and quitting. It's okay to fail. It's never okay to quit. It's never okay to quit. So all these things can be catalysts to helping you be better and wiser. So embrace your story. Embrace who you are. Be proud of what you've done. And for wanting to create a better life for yourself. The desire The desire comes from that uh, past. You wouldn't desire to have something, number one, if it wasn't possible. But number two, your uh, lack promotes the desire. So we live in a dualistic universe where there's black and white and tall and short. If there was no short, there would be no tall. You have to have them both. So... In order for you to be abundant, there has to be poverty. There has to be some level of lack. And if there's no lack, then there's no abundance because really it would even itself out. So your past may have been one of lack. The desire was created for abundance. So be thankful for that. Number four, do yourself a favor. Do a social media detox. Everyone. You're bombarded with Instagram and tweets and likes and Facebook and shorts and and did you see this? And and even if you're not on social media, people texting you things. Hey, did you see this? Did you see that? We don't consider, uh, we don't always consider that we have to compare our own worst moments with someone else's highlights. So when you're on social media and people are showing you, you know, their great lives and they're traveling and all these great meals they're eating and how wonderful their body looks now because everybody's a trainer now. And, you know, my husband bought me this car for my birthday and look at this wonderful house we live in. That can bring a lot of anxiety to your life. And you don't need that. Social media can be a great source of inspiration, but it also can be a trigger for inadequacy, self-doubt, frustration. And you just need a detox. If you can't take it as it is, as entertainment and it's putting pressure on you, I'm 35 and my girlfriend who's 35, she's got a family and a husband already and no one's going to want me. I'm getting that's that is not the case. Your path is different than her path. It doesn't have to be that. But if social media is making you feel that way, perhaps you should detox from social media. And that's just one example. It's just one example. And you do know that everyone is not, you know, millionaires and and life is, is so great. They're just showing you, for the most part, the better parts of what their day may be. Who knows what they're dealing with the rest of the day? And it's just a show. So take some time away from social media. Number five, know that it isn't the end of the movie. If you're not happy where you are today, remember that this is just a snapshot, a snapshot of your life. Where you are today doesn't mean that's where you have to be tomorrow. 
It doesn't say anything about where you'll be in one year from now and three years from now. What matters is where you are in your mind. What is your mindset? What is your attitude? And where are you going? Number six, be grateful for what you have. Whenever you find yourself looking around at other people, remind yourself, look at what I have. What do I have grateful for? You should appreciate your family. If you have one, hopefully you do. And family just doesn't mean relatives. It can mean family of friends, family of, uh, of a network of supportive people that care about you. Of course, your friends and the fact that you live in, you know, a relatively peaceful place. Shift your focus to uh, the desirable and not the undesirable. Whatever you look for, you'll find. Whatever you look for, you will find. So make it your intention to focus on the positive. To focus on the positive. Number seven, decide not to let fear guide your choices. So the choices we make are either based on love or fear. Here's an example. Let's say you were offered a job in a different country. And you wanted to move there because you were really excited about the job. And you were excited about learning a new culture in a new country. Awesome. That decision would be based on love. But let's say you didn't go. You were fearful. You thought maybe I don't want to live outside of where I currently live. I'd be uncomfortable. And maybe the job is not going to be that great. Well, that'd be based on fear. Make sure that love, as much as you can, is the foundation of all your choices. If you want to stay on track, ask yourself this question. What would love do right now? What would be the best case scenario? We have a tendency many times we've been programmed to think of things that are problematic, things that, you know, worst case scenario, even when the phone rings, what do they want now? You know, who could that be? It's an unidentified number. No one ever thinks someone's trying to reach them to tell them that they've won the lottery. It's always bad news phone rings early in the morning, late at night, etc. Train yourself to think uh, of best cases, best case scenario. Do something as simple as uh, reorder your words and even to the point where you don't consider anything an emergency. Don't call anything an emergency. Don't have an emergency fund. Name it something else. Name it your vacation fund. Name it your new car fund. Name it your new house fund. Name it your new uh, water heater fund if you are saving money in case one of your appliances die. Just change the way that you see things and the way that uh, things are will change. Okay, number eight, realize that you're not perfect. If you hadn't realized it already, no one else is either. There will always be someone who's richer, who's smarter, more attractive than you. And no one, including those individuals, are even perfect. So trying to be perfect isn't the solution. Instead of getting down on yourself for your flaws and for your quirks and your imperfections, just accept them fully, which means accepting yourself. Free yourself by embracing the fact that you are, as we all are, you are perfectly imperfect. Number nine, be your own ally. Be your own cheerleader. That means that little voice inside your head um, that talks a lot of <laughs> negativity, quite honestly, a lot of the times. Tell it to mind this business. 
practice meditation. Allow your thoughts to come and go and do not judge them and do not judge yourself. Instead of joining in on that mean voice in your head when it pops up, choose to be on your side. Relieve, soothe and comfort yourself by giving yourself regular pep talks. If you've never done this before, uh, it's a great experiment to do it in the mirror where you can see yourself, where you can see yourself talking to yourself. It is called mirror work and it is of the utmost um, impact as it relates to having a positive effect on how you feel about yourself and programming your subconscious mind. So that's number nine, be your own ally. Number 10, turn comparison into inspiration. So we tend to compare our behind the scenes with someone else's big moment. We tend to focus on their successes, not on the thousands of hours that they've spent preparing and working on their own achievement. Instead of letting other people triumph, get uh, their triumphs get you down. Let them open the possibilities up for you. Let them inspire you. You know, if you need a new car and your roommate gets a new car, it's easy to feel jealous. It's easy to feel like, oh, my God, I need a car more than she does or he does. Why does he get the car? I really need the car. Just look at it as if he or if him or her can get the car. So can you. It's close to you. I always like to feel like that thing that you're searching for is in your vicinity. It can be abundance. It can be productivity. It can be obviously money and material things. Just be celebratory for others. And that energy will bring to you what you need to have. Now, you're going to have to have a mental construct that's different than most because it's easy to be envious and jealous of people. It's just easy to go negative than positive. I don't know if it's because of our training or simply because it just is. But you will now have to train yourself to go positive instead of negative. You started your startup the same time your your brother did and his is taken off and yours hasn't. Be thankful, grateful, joyous for him, knowing that yours is on the way. First of all, it's not going to help you to be envious of him. Okay, that has no transformational value. Just know that you're doing the work and you see it uh, in him and the same work you're doing and it will come to you. So turn the comparison into inspiration. Number 11, stop shooting yourself. The word should. Comparison often leads to us uh, shooting all over ourselves. We say things like I should have this by now or I should um, have come further. But statements like that make us focus on the negative, on what we uh, haven't accomplished many times. I don't know about you, but many times uh, my wife mentioned this to me uh, some years ago and it stayed with me. She says, you don't take the time to celebrate the things that you have accomplished. You immediately go on to the next task. It's important for us to uh, focus on what we have done and build our confidence in that arena, as opposed to tearing ourselves down, thinking what else haven't we done? Because at the end of the day, guys, and this is something that I had to come to grips with, your inbox is always going to have something in it. There's always going to be something that you could potentially say you should have done. So instead of the should expression, uh, 
Uh, you can use want and notice that your inner dialogue may shift. I want to do this. That's fine. When you say I should, it's sort of a um, it's sort of an indictment on yourself. If I was good, I would have done this by now. You know, I would have lost this weight by now. I should have lost this weight by now. OK, so just be kind to yourself. Number 12, compare yourself with you. If you need to compare yourself with someone, then compare yourself with you. Compare yourself with you. What can you do to improve your life quality? How can you be a better or more loving person? How can you be, I don't know, nicer to yourself every day? You are the only person uh, that you can compare yourself with and that you should. Even if you want to compare yourself with your 20-year-old self, your 30-year-old self, and see the growth, I think there's a lot of um, productivity. I think there's a lot of positivity there to see that the growth you've, you know, where you've come from. Um, you know, you, you can see that you've accumulated a lot of knowledge and a lot of resources, and you're moving, although you may not be exactly where you want to be, you are much closer now than you have ever been before. And congratulate yourself for that, if nothing else. And number 13 is tell a better story. This is very important. The story you tell is the story that's going to come true. It is the ideas. It is the these are the intentions. These are the messages that you're programming into your subconscious mind. If the story you're telling yourself isn't one of empowerment, of optimism, of positivity, then you need to tell yourself a better story. Instead of telling yourself that you're not competent enough or good enough or pretty enough or, you know, you don't, you know, you, you weigh too much or whatever the case may be. Tell yourself that you're brave enough to do new things and to try something new instead of blaming yourself for mistakes in the past. Just remind yourself that you did the best that you could at the time with the knowledge that you had. We all did. People are as their awareness is. When you see people making really poor decisions, just know that is a very unconscious person. When you see people making very good decisions, that person is very aware, highly conscious, what some of us would call enlightened. And there's a lot of people that are unaware and unconscious. And you don't have to be that way. You should be your biggest cheerleader. You should always feed yourself positive messages. You should always take care of your body and of your mind. Take care of your body so you can feel good in your body. Take care of your mind so you can feel good in your soul. Hopefully this has been helpful to you. Uh, knowledge is not apply itself. So take these ideas and put them to use. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. That's all for today's episode of Rethink. We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. 
Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.